You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. All right, we're back, and we're better than ever. We're going to be back, y'all. That's right. We're back in the back, some black, y'all. I don't know. You are My not. rap's pretty good, dude. That's a pretty good rap. You got to admit, rap was pretty fucking awesome. Rap is awesome. Not now, my raps. I feel like no one calls it rap anymore. I feel like people call it hip-hop. No, well, no, you know what I mean? people, I don't know. Dude, speaking of rap, mm-hmm. this gets totally off on a tangent. I was watching like an Apollo show, like a Life from the Apollo on Fox the other night. Okay. And, like, they rolled out like... Rock him and Dougie nice. Fresh. I'm like, where the fuck have these guys been? <laughs> they were backstage. No one told them they were yeah, on. I guess not. They were just sitting I, back I there, like, like, sure, we're not on yet. I was like, Rock him. Rock. By the way, I think Rock him is still due to like release like a record, and it's been like ten years. Mm. Like he's the Chinese democracy of the rap world. <laughs> Apparently, he's like you know due to put out a new record. Like every year, they're like, oh, Rock him. Let's hope it's better than Chinese democracy he's when it does up come out. The plan. I actually didn't listen to Chinese democracy because there's no just way. out of spite or well, there's just no way like. Like it's, that it's good, you mean? Well, it's just one of those things where... Give like, it a listen. There is a couple things on there that are, are are decent. Well, first of all, I don't think any band that's had more than like four or five records has anything else important to say. Think of a band that's had more than that many records. That still has something to say? That has something to say as much as the first record or the second record. Like, that first record, you feel like you have years to write. The second record is like, bleh. I don't know. Think about it. There's not many. That's interesting because I think that boils down to what type of artist we're talking about. Well, there's here. also there's also bands that kind of ebb in and out of relevance. It, like the Stones had a, had some shit years. They've had some good sure. years. They've had some okay years. Like I'm trying to think of bands that have been around a long time. So U2 is a great example. Some great great years. So then some like dips. So you're talking about bands again. You're talking about bands that are making statements and doing stuff like that. There's there's bands. I'm talking about bands that have released records that are that like have an impression upon the public consciousness. Okay, so so now we're filling a very specific thing because we're, there's we're not, tons though. of bands that, that write very... songs that just tell stories about made up things, and you could do that forever. Yes, but like like the Beatles are a good example. Okay, of that. that's my question though. The Beatles put out what twelve records overall? Are they all dynamite records? The, the, they're probably the closest. Honest, honestly, the only that. records I don't like are their early ones when they're doing like covers love, love and do. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. When like they be, start getting yeah. real creative and they start telling stories about characters and like, okay, you, you know, they could put out a million of those because you can make up but as many didn't. characters you they want. They didn't. They put out well, because 12. they broke up. So like, are but there there's any? bands okay. that carry that torch. Like they might be giants. Every album they put out, it's like here's 18 more songs about made up characters they, or experiences or Beatles, what it's like to be a. The Beatles have do the Beatles have a shitty record. Um, no. Okay. They might be the only one. The Rolling Stones absolutely have a shitty record. Have some shitty records. In You're them. talking the best you of the too? best. I'm, I'm just thinking about bands that have had careers that span long enough times to put out They might be many, giants who are still putting out albums and I'm not sure they have zero they bad albums, in my opinion. But do they do they make impressions on the public consciousness as much as like a YouTube so, so or that, Beatles or Rolling Stones? So that's the line Stones? we're drawing in the sand because they they haven't ex- achieved the mass success. I'm that not, and they said don't need to be huge yeah, yeah. massive successes, but like you know who, what bands have been around for 20, 30 years? You got U two, Tom Petty, Tom Petty, Tom Petty. Has he put out crap records? Hmm, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Okay. 
I think he's put out records that weren't as 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 viable or needed to the public. But, but you but you could say that about the Beatles too, though. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Is like when you're a band, you you have like it's like almost like the five years, the David Bowie. You have five years to like kind of make some sort of impression. Uh, it's like okay, you got five years, like. All the all the greats. Well, not all the greats, but a lot of the greats weren't really around that long period of time. Jimi Hendrix wasn't around that long. The Beatles weren't around that long. Nirvana sure. wasn't around that long. The police weren't. The, a, the police but, for that but long. That's, what, that's the point I'm trying to make. Is like some of these guys have been around. They're only around like three or four years. The Sex Pistols had one great record, and then they were like done. You know. So it's like, and these are bands people talk about decades after the fact. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think like you have bands like Aerosmith who definitely had some shit years. Uh, I'm trying like hip hop bands. Pink is my favorite color. You don't like that song? It was a great album. Nine Lives. What was it called? Nine Lives. Definitely was a record of theirs. Was not a great record. But that also, but they also kind of came back in the relevance with that Armageddon song. But then they had like they 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 had definitely their hits from the 70s. Then they then they kind of like had their drug moments. They came back with the Run DMC collab. Collaboration, put out an album like Pump that had like Love in an Elevator mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Some people would say that's when they jumped the shark, though. Well, I think from a from a I'm thinking looking at it strictly from a critical, not a critical, but a, a sales perspective. Mm-hmm. Their most popular time was when they did the Armageddon. I don't want to miss a thing. It was like their first number one record and all yeah. that kind of stuff too. So like, I guess it depends on how you're looking at it. But like, there's a lot of bands. Like some of my favorite bands on the planet have have a stinker or two records. Mm. I, I just feel like it's it's tough to maintain a certain level of celebrity. How do we uh, like, start talking about this again? Uh, we're talking about hip hop and rock him. Yeah, I, all I was just trying to say was. I feel like people are calling it hip hop more Just than call rap. Me. No one calls it rap. I anymore. am Matt Klein's tangent master. All right, look, I'm, I'm very excited because I'm curious uh, to hear people's thoughts on this. Tweet at me or, or email us podcast at thelaftbun.com. Cool. You're dude. not. You don't give a shit. Well, it's not that I don't give a shit. I just, you know. You're just like, dude. It's just all relative. Well, I mean, because yeah, yeah, my favorite all time band has been doing it for 30 years and they haven't put out a bad album. Really? You think you, you They might you be can giants. Make, you can make that definitive There, There are. Giants. I could count on one hand how many songs from that band I don't enjoy. Okay. On one hand. My favorite, They Might Be Giants song, it was like a B-side. Like, I've Got a Fang. Oh, song. that's not a B-side. It was, I thought it was a B-side. Or was it just like the last track I've on like got an a EP fang. or something like that? I've got that's, a fang. That's, that's Mint Car. I've got a fang. It's Mint Car era, man. Glistening white triangular tooth. Open yep. up a can of tomato juice. I've got a fang. Listen. That's when they were working with Dodie a bunch. Yes, they were. People look up I've Got a Fang by They Might Be Giants. It is like a ridiculous. Ridiculous song. I love Girl, that. That's girlf- your favorite. I know. I know, so dude, I know. Girlfriend took me to see her dad. <laughs> he didn't like me because I look so bad. <laughs> Dude, we gotta I go back and like them. overdub the song in there. I love so look them up, so They might much. be giants. I've got a fang. Ridiculously uh, yeah, great car. song. That that yeah, that was around the mint car. That era. album has a very special, you know, spot in time for me because it was right around 9/11 and. And that release. The time of a glistening white triangular <laughs> tooth. Open up a can of tomato juice. Uh, anyway, I mean, I can go I on and on for, for, for that. That's absolutely fine. Look, yeah. we're we're really far in here, and we haven't even let everyone know that we're how excited we are to have Carrie Keegan as our guest. We're very excited about Carrie Keegan. Carrie Keegan, of course, uh, hosted. Uh, Big Morning Buzz live on VH1 for a long time. She's been interviewing celebrities forever. 
and uh, that's why she wrote a book to tell everyone about it. And it's called, yeah, and it's called Everyone Curses, I Swear, an uncensored, it's basically a book of uncensored tales from the Hollywood trenches. I will say this, it's a giant book that you could definitely commit murder with. (laughs) (laughs) So I got this book showed up in my apartment, right? And I text her like, hey, this fucking made my day. It's a dictionary. (laughs) And she said, woohoo. And then I said, by the way, why is this bigger than the last Harry Potter book? This is going to be at least three movies. Yeah. But see, I bet you it's like giant font for us, like. No, like look at this. numb nuts that can't. No, look at oh it. my God, this one's like small. This is intense. This is like war and peace. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> so just to let everybody know, in case you don't know who Carrie Keegan is, you immediately should know who Carrie Keegan is because she's one of my all-time uh, favorite people on planet Earth. I love really? this woman. Yeah, That's I love her. a very her. definitive statement. She is, uh, I just, I can't say enough awesome things about Carrie Keegan. And, and since day one that I met her, just hit it off. Uh, she's a riot fest and um, anytime I can spend time with Carrie Keegan, I will cancel all things to make that make sure that's going to happen. So just to sort of let everyone know right here on the book, it says, uh, quote, she's fucking batshit crazy and quote Seth Rogen. <laughs> so it, it, just to know what a, you're getting. There is a there is a laundry list of testimonials from people in the back. Like from over here, I'm looking, I see. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Ross, Ross, Judah Freelander, Liza Schlesinger, just from the comedy Michael world. Strahan. Then you got the Michael Strahan's and the Michael Sheen's of the world also diving in there. She is uh, has unbelievable stories to tell because she's. Been there, done that, seen it all. Been there, done that, wrote the book. Wrote the book. Boom. And I'm super pumped for her. I'm super happy for her. So I'm uh, excited that uh, she was able to uh, hang with us for the pod, man. And you're going to get to experience the uh, the Mark Seaman, Kerry Keegan combo. Because oh. it gets ridiculous. Oh, so it's like, like that? Yeah. Now, does she make you as flustered as Emmy Rossum does? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> because Kerry, I feel like... Uh, I, I don't know. Is it weird saying? I feel like she's the female version of me because she'll. No, that's not weird. She'll s- say she and wear, do anything. Does she, wear, she doesn't shy away from anything. She's just the best. Does she wear a Superman belt to come to, to be the polo, the opposite of your Wonder Woman belt? Gonna find out when we talk to her. You should ask her. Tell her since I'm not. And she's of- as pale as me. Which is uh, I mean, that's not hard, dude. I mean. Well, no, but uh, <laughs> but she's from Buffalo or from Cheetah Vegas. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, just uh, grow up in the Midwest where there's no sun <laughs> yeah. ever, rinse and repeat. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty maybe much do a nice washing with Tide or something, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. But uh, yeah, she's uh, one of my favorite all time humans. I'm By glad. The way, I love what? how you you hung your paleness like it was a badge. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah, dude, it is one for my, us. One of my biggest goals in life was to become very pale. So I had a dream that oh, no. uh, Carrie Keegan had a talk show. And I was her band leader. I was going to say, keep it PC, buddy. Oh, well, well <laughs> that's that's about to not happen. Oh, geez. So uh, real quick. So you were the band leader. So you were like the Reggie Watts to her James yeah, Corden. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And I, I need Reggie's to make hair? that happen. No, I, I don't know what my haircut was. I was being the band leader. So there were no mirrors around. So I have no idea what I was wearing or what I was doing. I just know I was playing a bunch of music. You're trying to tell me Reggie Watts. Does, you don't think Reggie Watts looks in the mirror before he, he takes the, the stage? Yeah. But but if, if you only had a dream about it and it was only that one particular instance... It wasn't like I had the whole day and well, then I okay. showed up for work so and then it, we were working okay. together. What if, so was it so was it more Reggie and James or was it more like 
when Butthead is hosting David Letterman and Beavis is the band leader. All right, Matt, let's get to some comedy news before All we get right, to what's our going on? What's interview. in the news? What's the biggest comedy news story of the week? You tell me. I, uh, I think it's the, uh, I want to say as of now, it's the, uh, the announcement of the Showtime show, I'm Dying Up Here. Yeah, you know, that's a big one. That's a very big one because, we, well, first of all, we had Andrew Santino on the podcast. Right. And he's on the show, and he talked about the show on the podcast. Right. And we had him on the podcast a while ago when he was talking about the show. This is like South By. Yeah, this is like, yeah, March, March of 2016 we had mm-hmm. him on the podcast. So it's it's crazy that it's going to take basically a full year from when he taped this show to a premiere on Showtime because the show had basically wrapped by the time we had talked to him, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Uh, so it's now premiering, I want to say, what did they say, June, June. Yep. 2017? And it's basically executive Produced by Jim Carrey It's called I'm Dying Up Here It's based on a book About the 70s comedy scene That kind of sprouted Like you know Your David Letterman Your Freddie Princes, Your Robin Williams Of the world And uh, Santino told us He plays the quote unquote The Bill Hicks character There's definitely like A Joan Rivers character There's a Freddie Prinze character I'm using quotes When I say this Because th- these aren't Their exact names These are loosely based On like those people That were around at the time um, And Melissa Leo Is kind of like The head person And she plays the I guess it would be Like the Mitzi Shore character Of like owning the comedy store at the right. time and, and one not too and uh, the trailer came out this week it's a great trailer um, the wig game is strong yeah the, there's, and the, there's and some great wig and the games. way it looks yeah, is yeah, great yeah, yeah. it's well, just so well in the done 70s, so yeah. like, obviously everyone's wearing 70s garb but the garb but the wig and hair game is strong and Al Madrigal's in it Sebastian mm-hmm. Stan the Winter Soldier has yep. a little cameo Eric in it. Griffin Eric yeah. Griffin you know um, we gotta get Eric on the podcast that guy's great. we do yeah we gotta, go, we, gotta, we gotta make that happen I gotta drop him a line see if he has one of the most awkward but best looks. Oh, yeah. Just his natural state yeah, 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 yeah. is very... There can only be one person that can super wear cool that, dude, man. and that's super, him. Super, super cool dude. I don't know if you've ever met him or not, yeah. but like, got yeah. to hang with him a bunch. And he's a, he's a super cool dude. He put out a record on Side One Dummy a couple of years back, which is when we first met him. But uh, you know, obviously, most people know him as Montez from Workaholics, yep. which the final season is on. Uh, is I on know the way. it's happening. It's happening. But you know, those Workaholics guys, like they they have plenty going on. They have movies and TV, and they're all doing a bunch of other stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, Adam Devine's touring doing a lot of stand-up he has obviously other shows and so yeah they're, they're all gonna land on their feet pretty cool quick pretty quickly but uh yeah so i'm dying up here is a big uh sure big one this this week I, and, i'm uh, glad to finally see that trailer it was pretty good and it's uh, uh it's gonna be a tough one to beat for me jim gaffigan's new special which came out this week cinco. called cinco mm-hmm. it's his fifth and he and he jokingly Hence says the name cinco right and he jokingly says, hey, this is my fifth special, one for each kid, so yeah. hopefully this is my last. Um, it, the opening of the special is really cool. Yeah, I, I don't I, want to ruin it for I anyone. I just it want them to... Like, I thought it was interesting, but it also kind of confused me at the same time because it's like... There wasn't like there was like a weird like payoff but non payoff type of scenario. Right. And also I'm watching it because like I know of a lot of, I know Jim Gaffigan's life just through his material. Mm-hmm. But he talks about like having five kids in a one bedroom apartment in New York. And the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, this isn't a one bedroom apartment in New York. <laughs> right. But right. I'm I'm assuming Jim Gaffigan has moved into a bigger place since the one bedroom apartment. I think so. I think so. Who but, knows, but but his special is so good. It's so satisfying. It's everything you've come to love about Jim Gaffigan, and you understand why he has this massive falling. He's beyond relatable, but he's, he's not beyond just the pale. He's definitely beyond Boom. the pale, and he—it's just—it's beyond relatability because that's already there. It's that his the character that he delivers on stage, yeah. where 
he's going he's weaving seamlessly in between three voices the one famously that's the inside his voice, head the quote unquote crowd yeah the crowd voice, voice his own voice it's which by the way he kind of got away from a little bit on his previous specials and I feel like he brought it back a little bit more yeah it's special. everything's in full swing here yeah. and it's just top to bottom so good yeah. and uh, it's he set the bar pretty high and, and we're getting a lot of specials here in the early stages of 2017 oh, thanks well, to Netflix well you know, Netflix and CISO been, and, Netflix and CISO yep. and Netflix's plan is to release one a week for the entire year of 2017 well so awesome. far they've done it I mean we're only three weeks in but so far they've done it and and they're double dipping in the the last week of January with uh, Gad yeah. and uh, and Costello and, and Cristela. yeah so and, and they also and they also announced some March ones too like they're doing uh, Amy, Amy Schumer, Schumer it's a big one which is big it's a huge one for Netflix so now just as for keeping track Netflix now has Chris Rock Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer Will they get Louie and get the comedy, you know, quartet of currently great comedians working today? Who knows? Sure. Alliteration much just fell out of your mouth? Comedy two, comedy quartet? I don't know. The thing but, I loved about that, too, is there were different letters, too. They weren't yeah, in the Yeah, no, I went CK. I mean, CQ. Q, Whoa. yeah. Um, Louis like C- that, Louis CQ? Like who, like, who else is, can Netflix release a special from? You know, like, 52 specials. Okay, let's say one one special a week, 52 mm-hmm. weeks. Like, are there that many comedians that have an well, hour? Well, Chappelle's given us three, right? Chappelle's doing three, but is it all in the same year? Chris Rock has given us a couple. Two. Well, if they space them out, they, you know. Okay, so okay, so that takes away, that covers five weeks of 52 weeks. Then. All right, well, maybe they signed deals with I know they're starting to do artists. half hours, too. I heard they're going to giving people God, half hours. It's amazing. crazy, dude. But, like... Like I said, uh, like I've said a few times on Netflix, like I think one of the reasons it's very beneficial to comedians right now is is everyone has a Netflix account and they can pull it up on demand and they have it almost instantly. So right. it's uh it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Um, and it, obviously the CISO programming on it from the streaming point of view, it definitely is. Uh, it definitely works too. But I think Amazon and I think uh, who else is out there? Hulu. They mm-hmm. might need to step step up their comedy Gotta streaming. Step games. it up. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna step it up because we're bringing Carrie Keegan. Who uh, was on this year's Celebrity Apprentice with Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, suffered an early fate? She was terminated. <laughs> she was oh, the chopper. So bad. Terrible. So bad. But uh, yeah, she she got eliminated uh, first, which broke my heart and uh, was some utter bullshit. Because if you, I watched the episode. I don't really watch the show. I watch it because Carrie's on, and also our friend Matt Eisman yeah, is on Matt it. Eisman's on and uh, you know, these are two friends of mine, and and I'm very stoked that they they were. Getting some exposure and some extra love, but you know, this is bullshit what happened to Carrie. So she'll explain that situation as well. So much to talk about with Carrie. You guys are going to love her. I'm telling you, she's so infectious. Uh, she's just the best, and just hearing her voice makes me. I'm dude. I'm so. No, but you I'm said, giddy just to listen back. You, you said I'm she's so infectious that it seems kind of like almost like you're talking smack about other parts of. You know, she's so infectious. It's like the way you said it. Was oh, I'm sorry. I okay. <laughs> all right, well, look, it'll all be explained over the I next probably three hours because that's how long it is when we're all hanging right, out. Well, all right, here's Carrie, everybody. Enjoy. She's here. She's made it. And she is Carrie Keegan and also plays her in real life. What's up, Carrie Keegan? Oh, my God, I'm here. You're here. I'm so excited to be here. No one will believe me that you're not a hologram. I'm going to try to wave my hand through you right now, and you're going to hear a thud as it actually impacts a body. Okay, one, two, three. Ow, why'd you have Wait, to why did there? you scream before I, I made contact? <laughs> because you hit my boob. I did. Oh, so it's like it, it takes a minute to resonate. Yeah. Well, the vibrations shake to the than, chest. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, it's like they they round the corner before anybody else does. Right. 
boobs, vibrations. It's usually where we Poor start. Poor timing, isn't it? Impact. Yeah, <laughs> terrible timing. And dildos on the shelf behind you. Yes. All right. Yeah, there are, aren't there? Yes, um, there are. <laughs> so I have an over-under of how long it takes for my guests to realize those are there. Uh, oh, well, you, I You've win. beat everybody. Okay, good. <laughs> it usually take, takes a couple minutes. Uh, but no, there they are. There they are in um, their glory. But I like that there's a cop car right in front of them in case yes. anyone tries to touch them. Yes. Uh, there's crazier things behind that TV back there too, which we won't talk about. I mean, we can if you want. But. I mean, we should at some point. All right. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right. <laughs> Look, Carrie, so much has happened since the last time I saw you. I feel like last time I saw you, red carpet, MTV movie awards, oh, Los yeah. Angeles, California. You were looking fancy. I was looking wet. I had to get dressed up. Yes, you they did. They stuck you in the rain. They did. It was so weird. Yeah. That that was a weird thing. But we had popcorn and we got blankets and. Uh, okay, so you won a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And you know all about that because you've been on that side of the coin, and that's something that this book is all about. Here, your brand new book. My brand new book. It Everybody is, curses. I swear. Yes, which is a great title, and hey. I hate you for coming up with that because it's oh. the best. Did I steal it from you? Oh, you totally stole. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's it's amazing. Um, I'm one of the few people that can actually say that, though. There aren't many people that do what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So this thing is huge. It's it's nearing uh, 500 pages of Awesome Town. Yeah. I'm I have only, a lot to say, man. You do have a lot to say. So I, I suggest people wear gloves because there is a very high potential for paper cuts. You know, <laughs> Just out of sheer number of pages. Out of sheer number of pages. The, the ratio goes The up. ratio has <laughs> got to be at least like double digits. I thought you were going to say you should wear gloves just in case we didn't know what was on the pages, but... I'm pretty sure it's clean when you get it. Yes. It's once you read it that it may not be that clean anymore. Interesting. I mean, it's filthy in words, but not yeah. in actuality. Not in actuality. There's no free samples of anything. Not that I know There's of. Th- not that you know of. But now I'm a little regretful that that wasn't part of the promo <laughs> campaign. <laughs> you just got to ask. All you have to do is ask, <laughs> Carrie. You know how to get to me. Every page has a little bit of me on it. Okay. <laughs> I can promise. 100% author guarantee. Yes. I mean, I, I used to say something similar, like with the last name Seaman, I'd be like, hey, there's some of me and everyone. Right? You know what? You can do so much with your last name. <laughs> you can impregnate people. I can create life. I can take it away. Ooh, don't do it. Don't take it away. Never take it away. <laughs> All right. So this book is really cool because on a personal level, I can relate to this so much because I've been in said trenches. You know, those Hollywood trenches. Yeah. They're a weird place to navigate. Mm-hmm. And you've navigated them the best. Aww. Let's just say that. And uh, let's just say I've navigated them. And this is my <laughs> journey. Dun dun. <laughs> yes, but but uh, me like you, maybe at the beginning, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. So I just made up my own rules. And so when I was reading this and thinking to myself, "Oh my God, this great!" It wasn't someone who just came in and did the fake radio voice or watched other people do Hi, it I'm and then Carrie just Keaton. mimic it. You know. It was like, fuck it. I'm going in. Guns are blazing. This is me. If you don't want me, throw me out. But I'll just come right back in. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I feel with so many things, I have been like the outsider kind of looking in going, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm just going to do it and see what happens. And that's what I did when I opened um, NGTV.com. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know what we were doing. We just knew that we wanted to have some fun and we had some camera equipment and stuff. <laughs> we and wanted stuff. to go out right. and like 
meet celebrities. And I didn't want to ask them what inspired them because I don't care. And I didn't want to ask them, um, tell me about your character because it's the stupidest question <laughs> that's right. ever asked anyone. Or what it's like to work with so-and-so. And I hate like, that so much. It's like you have this person what in the room. What are they going to say? <laughs> oh, Meryl Streep was a complete asshole. Right. No, no I don't think that's what's going to actually come out of their mouth. <laughs> so it's a wasted question. Well, well, Meryl Streep does have a complete asshole. Could, though, in one of your <laughs> interviews. It's not a partial. It's the whole thing. Meryl Streep is one of the coolest yeah. bitches ever. Did you get to meet her? Have you worked with her? Yeah. Have you interviewed her? She's wonderful. Great. A treasure. She's just honest mm -hmm. and normal and real. And when she got up at the Golden Globes and gave that speech, I think literally everyone was at attention. Yes. Like, and I felt really bad. Actually, I felt bad for Tom Hiddleston because he was trying to be just as earnest about his charity and, you know, people taking care of people and people were like, ah, get yeah, on the stage. Sorry, get Loki. We got he got completely true. dismissed. But Meryl gets up there and it's like, oh, anything you say, we well, will listen to you. She should be the president. <laughs> she should be the president. She should also make a she'd make a great narrator on on Waze, the, the oh. GPS app. Right. Can we get Meryl Streep to do that? Do already? you know that I've been you... trying to figure out how to do a dirty version of that? Oh, that'd be so good. Turn fucking left, motherfuckers. <laughs> like right. there should be a version of it's that. It's all about the back. Roads. We need to figure out how to get me a Waze contract. Waze. Well, there's got to be a pun with the word Waze that you can just name it something else and just put it out yourself. Uh, there's got to be. Waze, we'll come up with it by the end of gaze, this. Lays. Lays? Lays? <laughs> it's not, not the what right What about just phrase? Phrase. 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 They're just dirty directions. Just go right at D it. There you go. Dirty I like directions. that. Dirty directions. No yielding here. Hashtag SNSFW. I always. We're gonna blow through everything, especially the stop signs. Yeah. With oh dirty my directions. God, yes. Listen, so. I'm very careful about my cursing. I I do it out of love, not out of hate. <laughs> we will not be killing anyone with nope. my language. I mean, you might get shocked. You might blush. There might be heart heart palpitations. Mm -hmm. There is a chapter in there that might send you to the hospital, but <laughs> it's not to kill you. It's just to, you know, scar tissue is stronger than regular tissue, I've been told. It is. And so I feel like if if you feel like you're just maybe a little sensitive to things, this book is going to harden you right the fuck up. You will be a, a human callus by the end of this book. <laughs> Someone will be able to throw a full-size softball 100 miles per hour at your face, and you won't know it happened. There's a chapter in here um, called, uh, um, oh my God, I just blanked on my own chapter. Do you want me to hand you the book? Do you want to? I have a cheat sheet right here. Cunt. I was <laughs> right. going to say Hollywood versus the foreign. That's not it. It's America versus the foreign cunt. Right. Not a chapter about Trump. But um, uh, the cunt word is a word that I'm sure you know is something that is very, very dividing. Sure, absolutely. S sometimes people... Specifically here in the United States of America. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah Other yeah. places... Maybe not so much, but yeah, yeah here for sure. Mm -hmm. And what I did in that, that chapter is I used every single opportunity in the world to say cunt. Because by the end of that chapter, I guarantee you, you will be desensitized to the word cunt. It will not bother you. You will know history of the word cunt. You will hear every possible use in Hollywood of the word cunt. Right. You will just be so overwhelmed and over cunt that you're, uh, next time you hear it, you're going to be like, nah, what? It's like yeah. you won't even hear it. It's like a gust of wind. Yep. Didn't blow hard enough. 
and that feel. that's kind of my goal is like swearing shouldn't be offensive like that it they're should, just made up words they're just, just like words. all the other words yeah it's no different yeah. I mean, someone could have a long time ago decided that that was a swear word. Sure. And you've been saying it every other word every since you were born. Word. How do you spell that word, by the way? I am Can not sure. I had a moment while I was writing this book. <laughs> like, there's just, there's a lot of words in 500 pages. Sure. And you use big words, by the way. This I, is a <laughs> decent read. This is a hearty read. And yet. I had to put my thinking cap on. <laughs> and yet, I forgot how to spell <laughs> that. I was like, Pagna Gluten? Who uses that in an interview? I, listen. Carrie does. I do. Sometimes I use big words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me to school. Because, you know, four-letter ones are, are fun. Sure. But sometimes you need a couple more letters. And your favorite swear, uh, which you, you know, right at the top of, uh, of the book here. juggling thunder cunt. Is an amazing one. As soon as I read it, I was like, "Oh my God, she blade! It, it's blade!" And then, sure enough, like one paragraph later, you you cite the reference, and I was like, <laughs> "I would never ever steal someone's curse word and and say that I created it." And David S. Goyer came up with the most beautiful diamond curse word that ever was. It's Cock a fun one to say. Cunt. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely fun to and say. People ask me all the time, like, how, "Well, how do you?" I mean, it's long. It's a long phrase. How do you say? I mean. Once you just start saying it a lot, it comes out. It just comes out. Like you stub your toe, cock juggling thundercut. <laughs> you know, you want to take the dog for a walk and he runs away. Cock juggling thundercut, get back here! <laughs> it's just, it's easy. And if you break it down, it, it's almost like you're naming every member of the band. You know, and then <laughs> when you bring them all together, it's the Beatles of curse words. It is it's the Beatles of curse words. <laughs> and then when you say it as a whole, it's just so, so satisfying, good. right? See, this is why I come here and hang out with you. Yes. Um, you make me sound cooler. <laughs> You're what? You're the best. You just gave me the Beatles of curse words. <laughs> God, you're awesome. All right, new quote. Well, you said you were going to rewrite the book. Is that what you're going to do? Oh yeah. Well, revised over. edition with like extra chapter. Yeah, there's going to be there's a gonna whole be a bonus. Different first you slide page. that in there. Can you write my forward? I can write your forward, it. your backward. I'll write your. <laughs> hey, I all said your write. Right, not okay. right. Your left word. Oh, <laughs> um, my favorite swear word is fuck chop. I don't know if you've ever heard fuck chop. Fuck chop is something I learned when I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for a hot minute. I moved down there with my band. I was touring a bunch in those years. I I had finished dropping out of school and uh, moved down to Atlanta. That's just where my band happened to be based. They had a brother there with a house and we all lived in it and then just went on tour. And uh, I came across the term fuck chop. And I was like, that's the greatest to me. That's the greatest, most satisfying because it's funny it's weird. It's different. I had never heard it before. It could be aggressive, you know, if you're driving fuck and chop. someone cuts you, you fuck chop, right? But it, it could also be like fun because fuck is very versatile and yes. chop is just, it's a karate move. There, Do you yes. know what I mean? So, and you know what else I really like about it is the, at like the, at the yes. end, like it's a real fuck chop and fuck you, chop. you can really feel Pops. it. The, yeah. Yeah. No, no microphone condoms going to stop. You know, no. you pop in that pee. Chop. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah. Fuck chop's a good one. I'm really proud Fuck of chop. you on that one. It could also be a dish, you know? Like it could if we be. had a, a dirty restaurant, Ooh. maybe maybe we can open a dirty restaurant. Fuck and chops with a side of black beans and yeah. onions. Yeah. It'd be good. Fuck chops. <laughs> <laughs> How do, how do you like your fuck chops? You know, medium rare. Do you think that Funyuns can change their name to like fuckins now? And fuckins. Fuckins. Fuckins fuck is, that's like a, if Jeff Fox were the word dirty. A fuckins. <laughs> and then you had to explain it. You might be a redneck, you know. If. Fuckins. <laughs> What's a fucking? 
a fucking's. <laughs> it's that snack. Yeah. Yeah. When you piss off the parents and they take you out to the back and do something they shouldn't. The, the fuckings. That's the fuckings. Don't oh, make wow. me fuckings tonight. <laughs> you better clean up after yourself. Fuckings. <laughs> <laughs> it gets funnier the more you say it. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a new one. <laughs> fuckings. There it is. There it is. Mission complete. We have so many things. You have to write all this yeah, stuff down Carrie, so we uh, remember. Well, it's how being recorded, we so <laughs> I'll get an intern to transcribe Who's it. Who's ever going to listen to this? Everybody that listens to it. That exact amount. <laughs> all those yes, people. Yes. Exactly Hi, that amount. Hi, all you fuckings. <laughs> That will, our fan base. That, that will be our fan base. That will be our fan base, the fuckings. Carrie and the fuckings. I had, uh, that's a great sitcom name. <laughs> I, that's, actually, that's a great animated series for Adult Swim. Oh, it's very true. The fuckings. Mm-hmm. We they can go a lot of different directions there. I feel like I feel like, I this, feel like we should cut this out of the interview yeah. right now and <laughs> save it for the idea that we're going to go sell somewhere. So, uh, we, Carrie and I both want to apologize for the last uh, 20 minutes that were just a long bleep. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for sticking it out. Yeah, it was uh, really nice of you. We welcome to the other things. side of the coin. If we told you, we'd have to kill you. There there was a point, I feel like I might have told you this at one point we hung out. I had a dream where you were hosting a talk show and I was your band leader. Did I ever tell you this? Yeah, you did tell me that. And uh, and I like your dreams. And we need to make this happen. Okay. So how are we doing this? Um, so you have to call uh, Les Moonves. Okay. Or, what a great uh, name. Right. Les Moonves. It sounds like a made up. It does. Like, but he's an actual real man. Actually, and he had the opportunity to hire me, and he didn't. <laughs> I offered myself to him by way of Craig Ferguson, and he said, "Right, no, lady, I'm going for that guy." James Corden got mm-hmm. his new show. He did. Well, I was very sad when I got that news. You know, and and that, that's both. that's nothing against James. I think James does a fine job. You know, and he yeah, brought sort fine. of the British format to yeah. to America, and yep. I think there's some cool about that. And Reggie's a friend, so I'm excited for his employment as right. well. <laughs> but I was supposed to be Reggie, and you were supposed to be they James. They stole our life, and they stole our life. So it's not okay for that. You know, we were karaoke. too cool and hip for them. Right. They didn't know what to do with us. They didn't understand where we were coming from. No one does. No one ever does. No one <laughs> the ever does. Potty, potty mouth and the semen show. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, Carrie. Featuring fuckings uh, live. <laughs> this is why everyone's like, no, nah, pass. <laughs> pass. Yeah. Just got to clean out the names. The That's world what we wasn't do. ready for us. I want to talk to you about uh, no. the junketeers and, and junketing and all that is junkets. Because... For all those people that don't know who junketeers are, yeah, so they don't actually wear ear, no. ears on their hats or antlers of any kind. No. And and you spell it out perfectly in your book where you talk about how, <laughs> first of all, how it happens, no one knows. I don't know how I got there either. I'm trying to think back to how I even you know wound up as a radio host and then eventually right. to Rotten Tomatoes and then said junkets, right? You just get there. You don't know how you do. You're just there. Well, yeah. You, you sort of pass that lucky gate and right. they say Yes, you you please come in. You're like, wait, what? Am what? I dead? I'm gonna have What's three happening? and a half minutes. Three whole minutes s- with George Clooney. <laughs> right at the same time as George Clooney. Oh my god! Right, so so that happens. And uh, what were the early stages for you? You get the early OKs. You get those first OKs. What was the first? Oops. What was the first uh, NGTV interview? Uh, what was it? Well, we started doing red carpets 
first. And so, so you infiltrated that way. That's how we got in, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, before all that, we even did music and mm -hmm. we were all over music and stuff, but that's a whole different world. Right, that's, yeah. It's music and TV and movies do not touch. They, no. It's like two separate. And they don't care if you did all that. Nope. Right. They, yeah, you have no credibility in the world of movies if you've done anything in music. They just don't care. Mm -hmm. um, and, Unless and you're even, Jared Leto. And that's even more it. so, it's funny, in, once you infiltrate into the movie situation, like, theatrical release and home release they don't even talk to each other no. so they don't care if you covered one or the other right. they don't exist to each other so you have to infiltrate all the different levels it's very strange um but yeah we started doing red carpet stuff and i you know when you first start doing red carpets here you are in a gaggle of junket people you know it's like all these reporters you have You're wrangled up like cattle 70 people yeah. per uh four inches <laughs> and everyone's just trying to get their cameraman in and not get knocked in the head and you're out in the elements as you know yep. with the rain sleet snow wind whatever it doesn't matter and when i first started it was actually f kind of fun because there was some sort of unwritten law where the celebrities had to stop at a certain percentage of the the reporters oh, on those the carpet, were the good old days. and then yeah. all of a sudden, I remember actually, it, I think it was a Tommy Lee Jones movie that I did, and that was literally the last time anyone ever walked the carpet. Now they just do like the first big mm -hmm. five, which is like extra insider, mm -hmm. uh, no inside edition, what, whatever they are. I forgot them now. Access e, Hollywood, Access yeah, Hollywood, yeah. Them, yeah. They do the big five, and then they skip over everyone in the middle. If you're very lucky, you'll catch them at the very end. Right. So some like online person, little tiny web podcast, who like fit in the normal red carpet, all of a right. sudden has like one. <laughs> little sound bite of George Clooney or whatever Saying, walking sorry by man going, sorry man yep. can't do it go, go, go see the movie and then that's so yeah things have sure. changed a lot since my but back when I started we used to get a lot of fun content and nobody was really messing around with people on the red right. carpet it was still a very serious thing it was like everyone was coming dressed up and mm -hmm. you changed all that Carrie well Thank you. I, I mean, I indirectly, bored, you, so you opened the door for me, too, because... You're welcome. <laughs> I'm being serious. Look, I, I took that method and, and, you know, old former employee would send me to, like, the Super Bowl or, the you know, MLB All-Star Game or whatever. All of a sudden, there's all these real professional journalists trying to do real professional journalism. And I'm in there in a baseball jersey with Vaughn <laughs> on the back from Major League. And I'm asking all these guys just these stupidest questions. But they light up like a Christmas tree because they're so excited to not be talking about all the other crap. And I was like, this is kind of working. It's amazing. And you just take it and run, right? Yeah. And I think um, I'm, I wasn't obviously the first person to have the concept of I want to make these people smile. Right. That wasn't. It was just, well, how do you go about doing it when they're in this factory of sadness you can say it <laughs> of just the sameness you know right, yeah sameness better and word so my then bad <laughs> when i infiltrated the junkets which are very controlled in a hotel security you have to have you know your names on the list and it's all it's like waiting for the dentist you're on like a little bench outside yeah the door. and you can't show up late but they can right <laughs> and they can take lunch whenever they whenever feel they like whenever they want to yep, yep. I, I, oh i remember one time uh well twice actually one time jennifer lopez made us wait like six hours because she had to get her nails done for wait, a junket in, in the room or was she out of i'm sure she was in the hotel mm -hmm. um and then Lindsay lohan one time wait what movie was that was that for the cell i'm trying to think u-turn <laughs> no, i don't think with, i was there uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty, I'm no i'm trying to think of old jennifer remember. lopez it was probably anaconda right 
Maybe it was around Ben time. Maybe a little bit before that. Maybe not ben time. Was. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so Gili. Big what was Ben time. Maybe it was Gili. It yeah. could have been. Although here's that the thing. That's pronounced by the way. Gili. Yeah. And if it, if if it was that, then that makes all the sense in the world because I think maybe she was just trying to get out of doing press. That yeah. Day. Absolutely. Because those yoga moves. Woo. Well, let's talk about some of the awkward moments in said junkets because I know I've had them. Uh, I know you've probably I had them. I don't do them. awkward moments. What are you saying? Well, awkward isn't like fun because awkward is the most fun. There's a fair share of just awkward too. (laughs) Well, there's definitely the walk-in, dead silence, watching the clock, three minutes are up, see you later. So the one, I I had been doing junkets for a very long time at this point and I interviewed um, Tommy Lee Jones, I think maybe, I don't remember if it was the first or second time. This is the second TLJ reference. This is a... Yeah, so that's not going to happen very often in my life. I might as well get it out now. Yeah, get it out now, Carrie. But he's not a pleasant human being to talk to. He's nice to certain people. Right. But uh, like on the norm, you're just an average person and he doesn't care about you. Right. (laughs) And I found out that my format doesn't work with Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) You can't joke around with him. You can't swear with him. I mean, I'm sure he swears. I know he swears, usually at people, not with people. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> so I, w- you know, I'm friends with all the people that run the junkets. I'm right. friends with all the publicists. Everybody knows what I do. If if they didn't know me as well they as they did, they wouldn't there. let me in. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I went in, and I was so angry that I had to interview Timely Jones because every single person waiting in that hallway was miserable. You can see the oxygen just get sucked out of the hallway as everyone's waiting, just like on the verge of tears as they walk out of the room. They didn't get any answers. Nothing. I walked in there completely straight faced. I felt because I felt like I had to because you know when when you, they invite you to these things they feel like you need to cover all the rooms I walked in straight faced asked the dumbest like most generic questions I could stared at him with disgust I am sure and then walked the fuck out and everyone in the room that knows me and knows what I do was like oh, what just happened is she okay and the woman that runs the junkie productions runs over to me and she was like are you are you okay do you want another did something try? happen yeah. yeah like did what what can i do and i was like fuck that guy yes <laughs> i'm like i literally <laughs> felt like i needed to do it so i just did it i knew i wasn't gonna get anything i didn't even try and i walked out and she was like oh okay i get that it was like she knew what i was doing as soon as i told her i was doing it and that was the last time i ever interviewed Tommy Lee Jones because I don't want to anymore. Yeah. I don't there's, we have there's fun like, at these things. We're supposed to have fun at these sure. things. Sure. And they feel like a party because you see all the same junketeers there, everyone's hanging out. Yeah. You travel with them too when you, you go to, you know, on locations and stuff and you guys all hang out and everyone's friends. And usually yeah. when the talent will walk out of the room like in between to take lunch yeah. or, you know, whatever, they say hi to everybody. High five and yeah, high yeah, five and oh man, you were great. You know, they'll point to certain people, Oh, that was funny, I love your shoes, you know, whatever. It's sure. it's it's an honest to goodness fun time. Mm-hmm. Not with certain people. Yeah, there's like three or four, the big dogs that yeah. uh, we could name drop, but we we don't have to. But one really cool thing about the book, too, to go back to the book, is that you put in some of the transcripts from these said interactions, which is really cool yeah. and really fun uh, to see. Not only once you can crack that code and they're willing to just be like, oh, my God, this is the best I can let loose. There's some nice, tasty stuff in there from people you wouldn't expect. There's about, I mean, that's the why goods. the book ended up being so thick it's not because i'm just going off on a tangent Mm -hmm. it's because they do yeah absolutely (laughs) and a really fun like dirty tangent yeah um so yeah there's about 
I'm going to say about 85 transcripts in the book, but here's the fun part. The audio book has the actual audio yes, from the interviews. From the videos so and stuff, great. when you read about Cameron Diaz, you know, motherfucking this and that, mm-hmm. it's her favorite curse word, you hear it out of the horse's mouth. Like, it, it, I'm obviously reading my part of it, and then when it goes into the interviews, you hear Sandra Bullock talking about little girl balls. And it's No just, one can see us, but I'm air cupping. Right he now. was air cupping. <laughs> it was either and, that or you turned Italian all and, of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> and, and those are actually pretty big, so I gotta get just the two fingers. I don't know, right? man. I I choose to have big girl balls. Okay. So I like your stuff. Well, then let yes. me put the mic down so I get both hands. <laughs> Drop into that this. mic. <laughs> there it is. And this is just the left one. <laughs> I have big bull girl yeah. balls. <laughs> left one's a little bit bigger. Always. Always bigger. Yeah, but big. that's because it's closer to the body. It's warmer. It gets more nourishment. Is you that know why I mean? my so left boob is bigger than my right one? Well, that I don't know. I don't know if there's a... Because somehow it's closer to my body? Do you, is that a thing? Uh, boobs hang lower on one side than the other? Is that like... Um, is there I a... don't know if they hang lower, but I mean, mine's just bigger. Well, are you... Just like some people have like one foot that's, you know, Left is bigger. a half size bigger, man. Or like a, an eye that's slightly li- bigger or smaller. <laughs> you know, they just say... They, they say that any just pair we have... give it to me. How bad is they're it? They're sisters, not <laughs> twins. That's what yeah, they yeah. say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> one's a boy, one's a girl. Yeah, they mean, can't be, be identical. Yeah. In fact, right. that might actually be what my problem is. One oh. of my tits is actually a testicle. <laughs> ah. You're you were a you were a Jamie Lee Curtis at one point, were you, Carrie? <laughs> hey, has and that even been like confirmed? I don't I know. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's one of those, yeah, mythical mythical creatures. That she might be a unicorn. She Maybe she is a unicorn. She's pretty great on Scream Queens. Are you watching it? Yes. That show is a lot of fun, <laughs> man. Really like it's her. super fun. Everybody on the show is great, too. Yeah. It's very cool. Well, writing. I got one for your book. Uh, it's a quick one. Uh, Spider-Man 2. No. Spider- maybe the first one of the new ones with uh, Emma Stone, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And Emma Stone had, had the same situation I did as a kid where we had this thing called an expander. Do you guys know what this is? They would cement these two metal things to your 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 teeth the back top and there was a bar that ran across the top of your mouth and then there was a little keyhole and then your parents would have to take a key and they would shove it into the keyhole and push on it and it would actually stretch out uh, your mouth, right? And so this was a device. Ow! Yeah, it sucked. It was the worst. Those were the worst days of my life. And uh, I don't know how we got on this, but we started talking, found out we both had this experience. And then she went on to tell me about how... <laughs> I need to know the backstory of that. Yeah, yeah. so... so <laughs> So uh, she would jam her tongue up above the bar and just do that constantly. And she explained that's why the roof of her mouth is so big. And she said, uh, it's kind of like the Holland Tunnel in there. And I said, oh, wow. So it's 14 bucks to get in. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) thank God it was Emma Stone and she's a sweetheart. and She absolutely loved it. And uh, and I was like, I I wanted to give that to you for your book. You can have that one too. So, <laughs> Thank you for the giving good, that one to me. Yeah, the dirty, the dirty conversations you can and should have with these people. You should to make it should a little be allowed bit different. To let loose. I had, um, I've had many moments with Emma. She's a really wonderful human being. Very excitable. Yeah. Can't sit still. No. She's no, you got to glue her to the chair. And every yeah. time I walk in the room, she's got that low voice. King in! Yeah, <laughs> like right. yes. Yeah, it's unsuspectingly it's low. Yeah. You're just like, no, no, no. I, are you putting that on? <laughs> you think she's got one of those vocoders? That must have to do know? with the high uh, palate or whatever. Yeah, ask her next time. She's it very got well a could cavernous. be. <laughs> 
it's it it starts high, ends low. Right. Right. If you were to put Did a mic in the back of her throat, too? Like, does I don't it, know. Does it go all the way? I don't know. Curious. Yeah, we'll have to find out. We had a, a whole moment of doing Kegel exercises. That was really <laughs> just fun. Hard to transcribe, right. mind right. you, <laughs> but really fun. If How you would you spell it. the sound of a Kegel exercise? How <laughs> no, would you no, do no, that, no. Carrie? If you're doing it right, there is no sound. Oh. There should be no sound unless you're actually inside. That's when you go straight to the gym. black belt. Yeah, you're just you're a black belt of Kegels, of Kegels if there's ninja. no sound. Ninja moves. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't see them, you don't hear them. Like I just did two of them. You didn't know that. I but was I doing did. them this entire time. Wow, that's impressive. It's my workout. <laughs> <That's impressive>. <laughs> <laughs> but so they'll make you break a sweat sometimes if you do them a lot. Yeah, just like anything else. But it's really good for you. It's good for your prostate. I like how your one eyebrow just went up when you said that. I was like, <laughs> like as if you just broke, like you were in the middle of one, but you can't do one and then say the word you just said at the same time or it contorts your face. It's true. Oh, there must be limitations to there's it. There's got to be. There's always a rule of thumb. I bet you, you can't, can't do you this and this at laugh. the same time. I bet you can't drink while you're doing a Kegel. Doing a Kegel? Hold on. <laughs> let me try. Hold on. <laughs> this is like the swallowing twice thing, right? Mm -hmm. Or the cinnamon challenge. This is the Kegel challenge. No, it's really hard to swallow and Kegel at the same time. I'm, I just proved it wow. right there. <laughs> yeah. Done and done. It's like mu muscles on like two opposite ends of your body that aren't supposed to be working together. Yeah. All right. I like this show. We can do experiments. What else can we do? Do we have a Petri day? We are the, uh, <laughs> wait, what was the old dude on Nickelodeon? Mr. Wizard. So one of my class, do you remember Mr. Wizard? Do you have, did really? you have Mr. Wizard and Cheat to Vegas? Uh, um, I'm sure that we did. I don't remember him very well. We had, um, who was your big science guy? <laughs> who was the big science guy at the Buffalo one, area? But now I can't remember what his name is now that you say that, but we did. It was a local guy. Yeah. There always is one. There's one in every town. Yeah. <laughs> There's that guy. But you know, b we have Bill Nye now. So yeah, what, do we need anything else? No. There's well, we have Neil deGrasse Tyson now. It's yes. Different, but same. Different, but same. I feel like we have a lot of rock stars. Star Talk. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I had dinner at his house once. Did you? Yeah. Was he there? Or did you break <laughs> in and just had dinner and, and got the fuck out of there? Oh, it was really cool. I got invited over there oh, very for, cool. for dinner. Nice. And, you know, he lives here in New York mm -hmm. when I was living. We are in New York still, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. You're on a whirlwind or tour right now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he's got this cool house, and it was his wife was there and their kids, and cool. It was he. Let me just tell you the. Did things he name them all after elements and stuff? Like, how, what did he? <laughs> he should have. Wouldn't that have been great? What's up, Astro? That's <laughs> his dog, obviously. <laughs> sure, sure. What's up, Einsteinium? Come on, just call me. I just want to. Yeah. Be, I just, just want to be Bob. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has this entire. Uh, uh, what I, I guess it's just like you know shelves, bookshelves, bookshelves, big library mm -hmm. sort of thing, but he's got like, you know, you would think like you dildos on the shelf or you know a, a monster truck or <laughs> some sort of book of swearing or whatever. No, this is all Patrice O'Neill's hat over here, by the way. Oh, nice, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Hat. Yeah. No, all of his stuff is like, oh, this was, you know, a first edition signed letter book from Einstein or from what what oh, they here this is a meteorite that <laughs> fell to the ground like oh no this so is a meteorite every I single wouldn't. thing that's on your shelves is worth like a billion dollars it's like a one one and only thing so he and lives in a museum his house is a pretty museum. much and it was but I have to tell you he was one of the so what did you have guys. for dinner do you have space food did you have <laughs> we had astronaut food duh <laughs> <laughs> did you have? We had, we had a did you have steak from Mars? Dried Salisbury <laughs> steak. And <laughs> That's why there's no animals on Mars because he had... killed them all and he has them for free. 
<laughs> Have you ever had freeze-dried ice cream? Absolutely, of Astronaut course. Who hasn't? I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to the museum. That was yeah, the coolest thing that ever. That was the one thing you wanted to buy. Yes. And your parents would be like, it's not worth $10. How many is. times do I have to have this Tastes talk? like cotton candy, only petrified. Yeah, really weird. Yeah. Asteroid ice cream is, is a weird experience. So are MREs. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever had an MRE? Those are the made ready to eat. If you ever perform for the troops or do something for the troops, they, they oh, could, it's like soldier food. Yeah, and it's just, it's like Dinty Moore, only different. <laughs> Tinty more, the highest concentration of sodium known to man. Is it more than Dinty spam, more. though? Is it? It's got to be close. If it's not, it's. I mean, they literally just put old Dinty Moors out, and horses come and lick them. It's like the. <laughs> it's like the original salt licks, right? Just. Sorry, this one made it past its shelf life, which there isn't one. <laughs> there isn't one. They're like Twinkies. But the rat, you know, the packaging faded, so we'll just put that out there for the horses. Yeah, it's. F I um, was it good though? The here? Dinty Moore. Oh, no, the made ready, ready to eat. Yeah. Surprisingly awesome. What they did have you like have? little heat packets too. You like crack it and then it warms up. I had like a ravioli dish. It's pretty cool. I feel like you can't really Better mess than up most. pasta. Yeah, you can't. Well, you can sort of freeze dry pasta. Yeah. So. Don't tell Chef Boyardee that. He might have something to say about that. How often did you eat out of a can when you were growing up? All the time. That was my <laughs> that was my original time. rapper name, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Chef Boyardee had the boy built into it. And did you rap about eating out of a can? Of in course. Front of, the TV? <laughs> of course. And cutting your fingers on the op, on, on the, the top, top of the can because mm -hmm. you didn't take the top all yeah. the way off. And getting like like aluminum shavings mm -hmm. in your food because you scratched the bottom with your fork. <laughs> <laughs> you you look like I'm gonna go with a beefaroni. Beefaroni top not top three for Actually, you. Actually, I loved the um, ravioli. The ravioli, yeah, okay. The little meat filled meat, ravioli. Yeah, meat, yeah. meat. You went meat. Had to. Got to go meat. Of course, when I was, you have to pluralize it. It's raviolis. Yeah. That's, if it's Chef Boyardee. It's not ravioli. <laughs> or. No, that means it went bad. Yes. <laughs> it's got ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you get after you have the ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> you get ravioli. That's and, why you're uh, supposed to drink it with or eat it with wine. <laughs> sure. Just to kill off any. Makes of the you things. can't feel the pain mm -hmm. as it circulates through the body. So you were deep into the canned foods back then. They were <laughs> and there. ramen loved. Did you go with the racist oriental flavor? Always. I mean, they literally called it oriental flavor because back then it wasn't racist, <laughs> and now it is. I, I chose it for the sky the sky blue tint it had to the flavoring nice, packet. Right? I didn't like the beef was the red. And I didn't want and, little uh, freeze-dried shrimps. Yes. Also, plural. <laughs> Not shrimp eye. Not shrimp eyes. Which is different from pink eye. Yes. Which is, but in the same family, it's just uh, after it mutates. Yeah. It becomes shrimp eye. I lived eye. on ramen, I think, for pretty much. Actually, I think I lived on ramen and boiled hot dogs for probably Ooh. five years of my life did you make the beanie weenies did you did you make the boiled hot dogs cut them up and I throw them into the to, beefaroni that that doesn't you know i that required cooking skills and yeah. i could boil water okay and that meant weenies and ramen <laughs> the weenies ramen and if you had it at the ready you could protect yourself from an intruder you could throw that said boiling water at oh my god intruder and, Genius! Uh, go steal something else. Get, get out of here! I'm a latchkey kid. Go away. <laughs> my my mom's not home. She won't be home till six oh five. Oh yeah, my mom definitely worked like my mom and dad worked like three jobs, and it was the babysit yourself, and it was utter chaos growing up. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of great though. I feel like we mm -hmm. became independent girls. Yeah. Who runs the world? 
Squirrel, squirrels. Squirrel, squirrels they, do. They run the world. But, uh, by the way, squirrel is my spirit animal. Do you know that there's no squirrels in Australia? Did you know that? What if I bring one there? I Believe me, I thought about it. Is so that, that against the law? Wait. I don't, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Wait, is. is that the Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp dog even bring move? his dog in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm, so I went to Australia Are you serious? last no Christmas, and um, I w- there was something off, you know? You, j- you don't really, you can't p- put your finger on it mm-hmm. until all of a sudden you realize there's no squirrels. There's no pigeons. There, I mean, it, they have birds that sound like monkeys, and <laughs> right. they have right. you know spiders the size of giraffes, and they have... Every kind of weird reptile of whatever things you don't want to get bit by and whatever, but they don't have squirrels. Weird. It's really weird. Weird. Yeah. So I feel like we should do that. Squirrel power. Let's get them down to Australia. Take them on a tour. I think we should. What if we work it out? We can just show them around and then take them home. You know what I mean? Let them know what they're missing. I've never been to Australia. Do you think I that they would there. learn how to swim? They would evolve and learn how to swim. So well, they, they already get know how to water there? ski, so we can. I love that guy. <laughs> the best. Those squir- How often do you get lost in the internet just watching animal videos? It's the best. Yesterday, I think I watched a kitten, a little orange kitten, playing with its paws and tail f- about a thousand rounds. <laughs> you know, it's a little gif movie, so you just watch it until it ends, and then you forget that it, it doesn't end. Right. And it only ends when you turn your phone yeah. off. You didn't realize it was on loop because it seemed like whoever, the editor, major credits to so the editor. Good. I got lost in the panda trying to climb the snowman. Have you, wa- oh, have you seen this one? Yeah. Mm. They're so roly-poly. <laughs> Pandas were made to just roll in they're balls. The, they're the best. They're the best. They're amazing. They're the meatball of animals. They're, they're perfect. They are a meatball. Yes. <laughs> they're the best. Yeah, they're a meatball So my next book bad. is going to be all about uh, animal videos. Your transcription of what comes out of your mouth when you watch animal videos. That's <laughs> what it'll be. Oh my God, it's a fucking cute. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> that's how it true. Goes. All right, Carrie Keegan. So uh, I want to talk about all the other stuff you've done in your life that's been pretty awesome. Uh, we can go, we can jump to VH1, Big Morning Buzz. Yeah. Bumble, as it's called. Bumble. Uh, the people who. Insiders uh, knew it as yeah, Bumble. Insiders knew it as Bumble. It's an acronym. Uh, those who had to put together the Bible of the show. You know, because they no one wanted to say it was the longest show name yes. in the history of show names. VH1's it was Big Morning Buzz VH1's Live. VH1's Big Morning Buzz Live with Carrie with Keegan. Carrie Keegan. That was right. the actual, <clears throat> excuse me, the actual show name. Even when I went on other people's shows, like Steve Harvey or whatever, to mm-hmm. promote the show, they were like, ha, give a, what's the legal way to cut this down? <laughs> because we can't, it doesn't fit on the screen. Right. <laughs> I love that. So the Chiron guys, like the first issue he's had in years. He's yeah. like, oh shit, what, what do, do I do? do? <laughs> the original Twitter. I can only fit 12 characters. Fiona Apple is the yeah. only other person that had that problem. And that was with that album that had that. Oh, title. right. <laughs> sure. Sure. And, and people do that with books too. Like you, you've, you know, you've got a long title. It's always Carrie Keegan. Everybody curses, I swear. And then the other part of it. Right. Well, here, why do people do that with books? Here's the why mis- is that? Miss um, direction Tro- on okay. mine is that they wanted to put my name out there first. Sure. Like you know, I'm considered a known person or whatever. Oh, yeah. But really, it's backwards because it should just say "Everybody Curses, I Swear" by Carrie Keegan. Mm-hmm. Uncensored tales from the Hollywood trenches. Right. Like it should just be that. Because, but they didn't do it that way. So you and I know. Yes, we know. That's what it's really meant to be. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do. I broke that down for you. I'm gonna cut this uh, dust. Can you Photoshop dust it? Dust sleeve yeah. in half and then repiece it back together, flipped. Let me tell you what's gonna happen when you do that. Yeah. 
Open it up. Oh, take the dust sleeve off. Oh, please tell me there's a hidden. Yes, there is. So if you start cutting it up, you're going to put like my face well, where my like ass a, is. It's like a magic show. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Picasso. Yeah, this is a, I feel like you Instagrammed this recently. Amazing shirt, by the way. Thank you. Uh, on the cover of your book and now on the inside. These are great photos of I you. I just, I, I felt like it was wasted space, the mm -hmm. back of the dust cover, and it needed to have some life. So there you go. Now this you got a little great. poster if you mm -hmm. want one. It's an added, it's a little added bonus. It is. It's awesome. Where'd you get the shirt, man? I honestly, I just that found that shirt something? one day at a store and that was just, I just thought it was really cool. And do you know, I lost it. What? I don't know where it is. Oh, someone will make you a new one. one of your well, fans maybe will. they would, but I'm really sad that I lost it because I, I mean, that's kind of, that's like my well, shirt. Well, I mean, now. can you ever wear it again? I mean, it's on the cover of your Wouldn't book. Wouldn't it be great let's if be I did? And people would be like, hey, aren't you that? Yeah, obviously I am. Wait, I heard in an interview <laughs> that she lost that shirt. No! <laughs> someone runs and just if tackles you. If anyone ever sees anyone with this shirt on, please call me. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Yeah, uh. I did love that shirt, though. <clears throat> uh, how long did it take you to do this, by the way? Too long. When did you start the process? Well, so when I was still doing the VH1 show, mm -hmm. um, that's when I sold the idea to St. Martin's Press. Oh, cool. But wow, shit. Okay. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And the problem was, is that I was doing a da daily live show mm -hmm. every day, every day, daily. <laughs> and it's, it is a that works lot of work. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of show hosts, when they have guests on, they don't necessarily go and see the movies that their guests are in. They don't necessarily read the books that they're you know supposed to be talking about they don't go to the plays and i didn't like that dick move man and so i think i think that's why actually a lot of these celebrities end up becoming my friends is because i respect what they're doing so they respect what i was doing um and I so i just had this conversation on the way over here all of my downtime yeah. i know it sounds like a lot of really fun work but it was still my job i had to go see plays i had to mm -hmm. go to movies go i had to read movies. books Reading books takes a lot of time, so I'm really sorry that my book is 500 pages. But Don't be sorry; it's it just should be when you're on a time crunch to try and interview somebody, you got to skim through some stuff. But um, and I've seen you do that. I feel like we screened Morgan Spurlock movie together. It was on a couch, last row. Oh, Sony Picture Classic screening room. Yeah, I think we. It's did. all coming back to me. Morgan Spurlock makes some good stuff. It was the it? one where he sold all the advertising to uh, yep. make the movie. Yep, and I couldn't tell you what it's called right now. And I watched Pitch Sorry, Perfect. Morgan. I watched Pitch Perfect with you, too. Did you? Okay, I did. that I don't remember. We sat at the end of the row. Were we drunk? Uh, did we laugh? Did we make out? I just remember we looked at each other and we're like, this is really cute. It was really cute, wasn't <laughs> it? We were just like, this is so cute. And then I think it got really cute. Did you try and pull a Rebel Wilson at some point? Uh, by that, you mean <laughs> an Australian she, accent? Like, yeah. <laughs> Because I can't do Remember one. Remember that scene where she was in like the bleachers or whatever? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Whatever she... Yeah. I feel like you could have done I stretched that. out into the aisle. I did that. <laughs> you, you pulled me back in. Get in here. You're embarrassing me. Big Morning Buzz Live took place outside like an elevator complex. People don't realize this. For some of the seasons, yeah. yeah. For the first couple of years. It we was interesting. We were on the 20th floor of the um, VH1 Viacom building right mm -hmm. in uh, Times Square. And we set up right in the lobby so they they kicked out the receptionist right. and um we took over in the mornings and so people when we first started people would be coming to work and they would get out of the elevator banks and all of a sudden realize that they're live on tv and freak out and run away with like <laughs> like they just got 
caught by the paparazzi <laughs> doing something wrong, like coming in late to work, yep. and then run into their offices. And then everyone got wise and realized there was a staircase that went, so they all took the stairs from then on. But if you look at the really early episodes, I don't even know if they're out anywhere, but if you look at the really early episodes, you'll see constantly just ding, open the door, someone, <laughs> run away! It's, it's really fun. <laughs> That's super entertaining. Very cool. And it was great when the celebrities would... <clears throat> like Adam Sandler understood that it was a fun thing to play with so he was really it got distracted I didn't hear it anymore like at a certain point I just the ding didn't even register in my brain but anybody new coming would be like god isn't that distracting and they'd turn around mm -hmm. and start just like accosting people like you're live on TV you're late for work uh, you know, and start making fun of them it, it got really fun yeah there's cool things you can do with weird live TV mm -hmm. and celebrities and uh, yeah, and it was a great show. It was very cool, and and uh, I was so happy it existed. I was happy for you, and and you did a great job. And I was very sad when that went away. Man. Thanks. Well, it was time to go on to other things. I needed to write a book, like a book, and I don't know, Celebrity Apprentice. Oh yeah, and then I did that thing, and then you got to the chopper. I I did. He said that to your face. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Oh, they, Carrie. When they shoot Celebrity Apprentice. Mm -hmm. They shoot the exits first. Do they really? <laughs> so it was literally the first thing we all did you was just... we got fired. <laughs> oh we God. all got to the chopper first. Sure. And um, and nobody really knew what how they were going to cut it together, how it was going to work, whatever. Because, well, as Jimmy Kimmel pointed out the other day, there's no one in the chopper when it flies away. Yeah. yeah. So all we did was it's go just from B-roll footage of. Any yeah, we went from the van that took us all to the set to the limo that is supposed to look like it's driving us to the chopper. We get out of the limo, go to the chopper, sit down, and then they escort you very quickly back to your van and say goodbye. Wow. <laughs> okay, we'll see you tomorrow. They for the really first day. do kick you to the. Oh, you well, mean no? Because that was the, the first exits, thing we shot. Right, so, right. Um, so yeah, funny. we didn't even get the chopper ride. But okay, so everyone knows now. I'm not giving anything away. Spoiler alert. I got fired or terminated. You got terminated. On yeah. the very first episode. Motherfucker, man. Total ripoff. I was so pissed off. I was not okay with any of it. Yeah. Um, but what they didn't and show you was a lot of things. But the most important thing was <laughs> I was really like genuinely excited to hear what he was going to say because no one knew right. how he was going to fire us and what he was going to say, whatever. And so when it came down and he was like, Carrie, you're terminated. I was like, all right, well, that sucked. But at least I got to hear it. And then he was like, get to the chopper. And I was like, oh, you did not. And I stood up and I was like smiling from ear to ear. Sure. Giddy. And I turned around and I was like, oh. Do I get to fly the chopper? Like this is this is the <laughs> thing. Happening. They it's cut happen all that out. They uh, made me look real sad, which I guess it was correct for the show. Yeah, yeah. And they made you real quiet too. Well And I was like, why the fuck wasn't she like fighting? Why like, weren't you fighting more? I suppose that for I it. It, first of all, it's not my style to get all right. scrappy. I, that's just, well that's another reason you're the best. That's so. why I'm sitting next to two yeah. reality show people. What am I gonna do? Really? And um I, <laughs> They didn't show 99% of what happened, you know, kind sure. of like how we all came together. And we really didn't have a whole lot of problems, the girls team, mm -hmm. <laughs> yet we lost. Oops. Yeah. Um, but we all we all liked each other, <clears throat> from what I could tell. <clears throat> and um, when we got to the boardroom and it came down to somebody having to go, 
it, it was hours of us talking it out. Hours. Wow. They showed, what, all of 30 yeah, seconds? Yeah, I was going to say 30 to, to, to two minutes. Hours. And it got to the point of like, okay. And so, you know, they, they cut around all the things they wanted to cut around. So it wasn't that I was that quiet, but yeah, I, I wasn't also going to start throwing chairs and getting all upset about things because it's just not my style, man. Okay, just happy I've been here. in real boardrooms before. Yeah. I know what they feel like. I don't start crying. <laughs> right. It's it's not what I'm gonna do, and if I had a legitimate argument, I I I was, but there, you know. Well, the second Arnie, I don't know if you call him Arnie or what we're supposed to call. No, him, but that's um governor. Yeah, you're the, oh, I'm not Mr. in the boardroom, so yeah. yeah, you can call him anything. <laughs> hey, you want. if he wants to come on the podcast, I'll call him whatever he there wants go. to go. Now, did you get to hang out with uh, my friend Matt Eisman? Isn't he the coolest guy ever? So Matt's my dude, and and Matt and I go uh, even further back than we go, I think, and. And Matt, I'm angry at forever and ever till the end of time because his last name would have been Seaman, spelled the same, had he not had that I in front of Eisman. Oh, my God. It's literally Matt Seaman, but with the I, right? So I pointed that out right away. Well, that means his family was smarter than your family. Absolutely, absolutely. And then he sent me a really funny picture someone took of him. Uh... Uh, on TV and and something on the screen was blo- oh there was a weather report like an update weather report and they they put it out in the middle of the screen and it blocked the eye in his name so it said Matt Seaman and he <laughs> sent me that photo I <laughs> was like so yes I was so you got good. him I got him uh, so he's uh, a but isn't he a sweetheart yeah he was dude? actually one of the first people you know when we all met for the first time it was at this little cocktail reception and they wanted everybody to meet and and sort of break down all the rules and things and. Like he he's just this big, happy, super huge dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful, smiley human being with all this positive energy. And he just comes bouncing over. And he's like, hi, Carrie Keegan. I'm Matt Eisman. I'm like, yes, you and me are going to be besties. Yep. He's great. And we ended up hanging out pretty much most of the time until they separated cool. us because it was boys versus girls after that. And then I couldn't play with him anymore, which was we We could have rocked it. <laughs> now, give me your best American Ninja Warrior so I can send it to him. I'll clip it out. I'll send it to him. You know, when he goes, American Ninja Warrior. You know how, you, do you watch American Ninja Warrior? I mean, sometimes, but I didn't, I never, that never picked that out of. <laughs> yeah. Just American Ninja Warrior. Nice. I'll clip that out. I'll send yeah. it to him. He'll like that. <laughs> he actually invited us to um, come when they were f- filming in L.A., uh, right, I guess it was right after Apprentice filmed. Okay. So a bunch of us went down. Did you get to run the course? No. <sighs> and. To be honest, when you see it on TV, it looks smaller on TV. When you see it in person, it's this massive structure, and Mm -hmm. it's really intimidating. And it was cold out that night, and there was water involved, and I didn't want any part of that. Mm -mm. But it was really cool. He's got a fun job, that one. He does. He's got a great gig. Yeah. He just says American Ninja Warrior over and over again. He gets real excited. American Ninja Warrior. But he's the perfect dude for it because he looks real intimidating. And then he's like the nicest guy ever. Isn't that always the case? The biggest guy is like The Rock. Yeah. Nicest. If he doesn't speak, you think, oh my God, that guy's going to kill. Nope. Nicest man on the planet. Dude, he crushed Moana. Oh my God. He was the best. He's so good. Yeah, he's the best. (laughs) Baywatch is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm curious about how that... Do you remember... What was that spoof TV show that was about Baywatch? By the way, they rounded up all the ugliest people on planet Earth and threw them in a trailer for that. So, what do you mean? 
No, I'm just kidding. Like well, the whole, oh, I was every like, single what? person is like that made, what the extras? Now you're just dissing the extras? You're a no, dick. No, the extras are like A-list extras. <laughs> yeah. They're like the highest paid extras, the most beautiful extras. <laughs> I mean um, it's no. Baywatch. You, yeah. we all we're watching for a reason. Yeah, gotta do it. Gotta Obviously do it. they didn't call us, so they didn't get all they don't know. The best looking people. They don't know. That's okay. They'll all be on our talk show anyway, so God, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And they gotta promote the movie. Yeah. So uh, speaking of movies, that's something you've done too. Yeah. I you've did been a- you've been in movies with with boy bands. That was so fun. You've been in movies uh, with blood on your face. I love doing that. It's my favorite thing you've been in, in the world. You've been in a gambling situation, I feel like. Uh-huh. And you've been in, you've smoked the shit out of some aces. I do. Wow, you're going deep. Two times, <laughs> twice. No, just the second <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, just the second time. They did time. it without me the first time. Didn't bother doing it I the have first time. a little tiny appearance in um, Superbad. Mm-hmm. And That's right. The Hangover. Mm-hmm. And Smoking Aces too. So there's that. If you blink, you might miss them. But I am actually, I was pretty excited about the, um, I, well, yeah. So super bad. I don't dance. But in super bad, I had to be in the scene where they're dancing at the house party and she periods. Yeah, with the leg. period leg. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, periods is now a verb. Um, <laughs> but if you blink, you'll miss it. But I had to dance in that scene. And it was very awkward for me. Because they don't give you music or anything. You just yeah, have right. to dance. Another movie magic, right? Everyone's just kind of. We're just no bunking. one even sets the beat, so no. you don't even know if you're gonna wind up like someone's good. dancing to hip hop in the corner. <laughs> Somebody's got like electronic music going. I was obviously dancing to heavy metal. You couldn't tell, but I was. <laughs> Give me your best metal scream. Oh God, I'm losing my voice right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, nice. Same note. Good. <laughs> I, nice. It's hard for me. I'm getting a cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you'll blink if you miss that one, and I mean, if you blink, you'll miss it. And then uh, the Hangover. I was in the scene where. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is trying to sit at the table winning like $80,000 or whatever he's trying to win. And um, I'm standing right behind him, right next to Bradley Cooper. That was fun, hanging out in Vegas with those guys. They were all loopy because it was Vegas and they were on night shoots and they had just transferred over to night shoots. So everybody's like, I don't know what time it is. You're in Vegas anyway. You don't care. Sure. (laughs) That plus the oxygen in the room. Yeah, the oxygen didn't help as much as you'd want it to. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, everybody's still smoking around. Sure. That was really fun. Heather Graham, Ed Ed Helms. Sure. That that was a fun Piano playing Ed Helms. Yeah, um, and he was a toothless Ed Helms. Yeah, toothless. Which they gave me. They they had. I I went there also to do an interview with the cast on set, <laughs> and they made me hold all my interviews with Ed Helms. Like after I got home and we started editing everything, they were like, "Oh no 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 wait, we just realized that's a spoiler." And when he gets his tooth knocked out, sure. they didn't want anyone to know that that happened. So I had to hold off on all the Ed Helms stuff, which was a total bummer. But yeah pretty funny you're not in it for the exclusives you're in it for the fun it's absolutely true who wants to spoil stuff anyway they just speaking of junkets they just told me that at the split junket i did and they were like hey could you not ask any questions i'm like why would i do that who does that and if people are doing that you're an asshole like what you know what i mean like spoiler yeah yeah no it's not doing that why are we doing that people do it all the time because i guess why do you want okay you were first i guess but then you're just the ass who 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 ruined it for everybody yeah well they're they're like banking their answers for later because they're gonna but you know yeah everybody hates the spoilers when you tweet them out and all of a sudden you're reading your social media feed and you all you know too much i'm gonna give out a spoiler right now i'm gonna gonna read the last word in your book what do you remember what it is like in not including the index yeah not the index what's the last word in your book do you remember it 
I love this. 435 fucking you pictures. shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, 434. Yeah. I don't want to give you too much credit. Yeah. Well, All the right. index adds another like 10 pages. What's, what do you think the final word in your book is? It. I think. Oh, it is it. Okay. Woohoo! You know your stuff. God damn. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I added something at the end there. No, well, there is an exclamation point, but. Oh, well, you word. said word. Not I did, I did, I did. So what else is going on with you, Carrie? Because, um, I mean, this is all the stuff we're supposed to talk about so people know what's going on and they know to buy your book, which they obviously should if they haven't already. You're a crazy person. Do it. It's lifeblood and uh, doubles as a raft. So if the icebergs <laughs> do melt, you will survive well there's also a swear generator in there so yes you can there create is your own which Very could cool. sometimes save your life as well mm-hmm. you know that um well dr drew's quoted on the back so he he's putting a stamp on it oh yeah these quotes are fucking awesome right? fun, i mean right? I, I obviously know why you went with the seth rogan one on the front so good it's, but uh yeah these are shit crazy what i mean what were the ones you didn't use there must have been tons oh there was a bunch you, but but dr drew um pretty much validates <laughs> judas that i he, kindly suggest you buy this cursing is it's healing yeah it's Absolutely. good for your body, mind, and soul. Feels good. It's a release. It is. It's a great release. You can't hold that shit in, man. You got to mm. just let it out. And maybe maybe don't do it at your four-year-old, but mm. you can do it to the wall. <laughs> if you step on their Lego, I think you should let it out. Step on their Lego? Oh, as in Lego, as in, I was thinking like... Lego my ego? Yeah, my brain went right to them. (laughs) Don't step on their waffle, that's weird. That's like a whole another innuendo. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, that was the worst thing you could do as a child, like stepping on a Lego, or we had these things called constructs. Oh, yeah. Did you have constructs? Yep. The blue knob thing that was the middle piece to connect all the... That was the fucking worst, Or jacks. Jacks Girls bad. always had jacks around. Why? Well, yeah, why? That was the original mace, I think. <laughs> before they had, before they were able to figure out a way to keep it in the cage, just throw those at people's it's the eyes. Worst, yeah. So anyway, you should be swearing when you step on yes. those things because it fucking hurts. Yes. And it's better for you if you just let it out. So what else is going on with you? Um, What's off campus carry life going? What's going on with you? Well, I'm in New York. It's like my favorite city in the world. It is right the best. Now. So I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm getting sick because it's like 20 degrees out. And I'm running ragged. Because you, you, you're running ragged, plus you, I mean, you're in L.A. a lot, too, so you don't have your immunities aren't built up like they should be when you're in New York full-time. What? People in this L.A. are mutates. healthier than the people in New York, aren't they? This shit mutates on a daily <laughs> basis. You guys have some weird-ass fucking flus flying around here. Ask your boy over here. If, if, if you don't ride the subway at least once a day... You you don't have the current flu shot. You're just your immunities aren't. I'm gonna agree with you on that a thousand percent. And you're yeah. right. I and I have taken the subway now uh, quite a few times, and um, I think that's probably why so I'm touched, dying. You, you touched a pole. <laughs> you touched a pole, and I then you touched finger, your eye. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, I'm not what? supposed to do that. God, now I have the plague. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on this Thank thing, you man. Very much. Super jazz, and, and thanks for coming to hang out and chat. You're a up. fucking so rock star. Said no one ever. Said Carrie. Just kidding. Kane. Said my mom. Said you. I love I'll you. use that quote on my book <laughs> called Mark Seaman. I know Mark, right? <laughs> Coming out in 2018. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to see you, Carrie. The you best. too. Amen. Best friends forever, BFF. Mwah. All right. I want to thank Carrie Keegan. Look, you made it. You're on the other side of the pancake now. You've had the Carrie Keegan experience. You're going to mark this day down in your calendar as, as the, the day that your life changed. Because now you know about Carrie if you didn't already. Well, you also need to mark another date down in your calendar. What's that? What date's that? Monday, January 16th. That's this Monday. That's this coming Monday. It's this Monday. It's a special one. Tell us why, We're presenting a show at the the Starling Ballroom in uh, Central Jersey. That's right. The Sayerville, New Jersey. 
The Laugh Button presents Stephen Lynch on the uh, the Mild Heart Tour. Mm-hmm. It's his, what, third or fourth date on a national tour he's doing. It's going to be in Central Jersey, which is our backyard. And we're presenting the show. We had a great great turnout last time we presented the show with Chris D'Elia. Um, go to thelaughbutton.com slash Stephen Lynch. You can find out all the details and uh, get tickets while they are available. They might be gone already. I don't even know. Yeah. I haven't checked on tickets lately. but uh, Yeah, if you can get yeah. tickets, do it. And uh, when you show up, you're going to be able to score a nice little exclusive poster to uh, yes. and come say hi. Matt and I will both be down there Very this time. So. so if you want to say hi, we'll both be around. And follow us on all the socials at the Laugh Button. Make sure you read the website, thelaughbutton.com, for all the latest news, interviews, reviews, and nooks and crannies of the comedy community and world. And follow us personally at I am Kleinschmidt. I, yeah. I frustratingly hate having to deliver because it's so like at I am Kleinschmidt. Don't say at. Just follow me at I'm in Kleinschmidt. Oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You it's just did it and you dude, said I gotta at. I got to say, people are following me. Yeah, I'm, getting, yeah. I'm getting some follows on the uh, the old Twitter, which uh, basically right now my big tweets are all about uh, level of lethality of farts and Ugh. politics. Oh, so geez. it's both ends of the spectrum. So, so after if, you're that's, done, if that's your jam, I'm your guy. <laughs> so after you're done following and then quickly unfollowing, I am... <laughs> Klein Schmidt, uh, follow me. I'm at Mark says hi. I'll actually give you stuff that's worthy of uh, hanging on Dude, to. Dude, lethality of farts so. and politics are two of the most pressing things on the planet. And 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 be sure to follow our guest too, Carrie Keegan at Carrie Keegan, and uh, you'll be enthralled with her, man. She's just everything. I'm not going to say in a bag of chips, but she is. 